Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. What is up, Ryan? What's going on? Yeah, Living man, the I, dream, man. We're sitting out here in these thunderstorms. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. Thank you all for joining us. If there's ever a show that I could beg you to share, it would be this one and probably the one here in about a month when we do the, the results of this event we're going to talk about. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, share this thing around. We've got an unbelievable guest. I can't think of a better guest to have on past, you know, right after Father's Day weekend. Uh, talk about a dad in a fight for his son. Uh, everybody knows the story by now, I think. But yeah, what do you think, Ryan? It's gonna be a great show. I mean, the time, the timing, like you just said, Father's Day. I mean, the timing of all this is just, you know, something bigger than us. You know, I love it. Yeah. And what do you think so far? The, the for those that don't know, uh, SaveJT.com. It caught it. It started steamrolling from the Bass Nation Championship weigh-in stage. Uh, Jason got up there and shared his story about uh, the battle they're going through with their son, uh, tugged at everybody's heartstrings, and then Joe McElroy backed that up with a donation of his second-place check to to Jason. Then Ryan has thrown together what is probably going to end up being the most massive charity kayak event in the history of kayak fishing, uh, and it's just kind of snowballed into this, this huge movement. So, I mean, unbelievable when you say, Ryan. Uh, the response that we've gotten so far, not just from the anglers signing up, but companies reaching out to be a part of this. It's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I can't, I can't even fathom what, what we've done here. Thank, thank you to everybody for helping out for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, every day I see Ryan post some new, new sponsor or company or individual that wants to Dude, get I get like 20 messages a day from, yeah. I mean, from people, from companies, how can I help? What can I do? I mean, it's it's awesome. I love it. I love yeah. it. I, I am glad everybody, you know, is on the same page and and moving the same direction and sees, you know, what a real impact we can have on somebody's literal on their life. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Let me let me throw the screen. Up. I'll do a live update of the actual tournament we're gonna have for JT. Live update, 273, 273 anglers registered so far. we still got 10 days before the tournament even starts. I mean, it's been up for what, two days, Mark? Or Ryan, yeah, 48 about 48 hours, hours. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Lee Rose uh, says her and Edwin are watching. Lee Rose, why don't you and Edwin get on Tourney X and register for this tournament then? How yeah. about that? Even if you can't fish, register. Share the link. Let people know. Just get in. They there can fish sometimes. Ed Edwin yeah. will catch a couple every now and then. He'll luck into a few. Yeah, and he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's fishing Champlain, so that's that'd be a great way to showcase your uh, your Champlain talents, Edwin. There you go, Edwin. My man, Edwin, climbing into boxes and entertaining us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited to have Jason on here to to share his story and and kind of go through this with us. So, uh, yeah, what do you say? Stop beating around the bush and get him on here. Let's do it. Around. Let's go. All right. Take a quick break. Be right back with uh, Jason Brofke. Here we go. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They are independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. Welcome to the 
All right, we're back. Jason. Hey. What's up, there? What's up, you guys? Jeff, Ryan, man, thank you for having me here. Oh, yeah, man. Thank Glad you you're with us, homeboy. Oh, man, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, comments are thry- flying in. Uh, John Allen says we're the Le- LeBron of Kayak Na- of Kayak Nation. Oh man, come on, dude. We can actually finish. We are not. We are not the LeBron of Kayak Fishing. Don't oh, I just that. realized that I can actually see the comments here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You'll probably enjoy this more if you don't look at the comments. <laughs> nah. Pro tip. Oh. Yeah, we got we got people in the comments that are you know, sharing this all around. Uh, we wanted to have you on just to hear the full story here once again and talk a little bit about the event, man. So thanks for taking the time. Yeah, it's uh, oh, my pleasure. I mean, this has been, um, you know, I, I don't know where to start, but, you know, getting into this kayak stuff, um, you know, coming from the boater side, you know, getting into it and just this whole adventure that we've been on and, this really only really being my really second kayak event and, and getting to know all you guys. And, and I mean, a lot of you guys already knew through social media, but just experiencing this whole kayak, I don't know, I always call it family and everybody. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. I, I really, it's been mind blowing how um, welcoming everybody has been and just everything that's gone down in the last week or so has been just I just can't believe it. I mean, my family, we're just, it really hit me a couple, a couple, like I told Ryan, it really hit me a, a couple days ago. And, uh, it was uh, an emotional day for me. I, it just shocked me. And I didn't realize it was a shock until then how many people were actually out to help us. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's been amazing ever since I've met all you guys. I, I just can't believe it. I mean, so tell everybody kind of how you got exposed to like the kayak family. You're you were out in Cali. You're in Texas now, but you know you were obviously new Dave's brother, uh, and and in with the whole you know Yakabass crew that that bunch. They always hype you up and, and talk about you know how big of a stick you are on the boater side. So tell us how you got got sucked into the kayak game. You know it was my my brother. Um, Last year, he was well. Actually, for the last couple of years, he said, "Man, you got to fish one of these kayak tournaments." And and my brother David Barofka, if you guys know, him, um, he was just like, "Man, you got to fish, you got to fish." And I was like, "Dude, I I'm just so busy, not only with my family um, and sponsorship obligations and tournaments and all that. I just I was like, you know, hey, tell me when there's a big one, dude. I'm I'm gonna go." Well, it was a big one, and he basically uh, said, dude, all right, you're taking this time off. I got you a kayak. There's a big tournament at Clear Lake. You're going. And I was like, sweet, let's go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one thing led to another. I drive up there. I, I um, rent um, – Andy Rao led me, led me his wife's kayak. It was a big yellow Hobie. Um and uh, thank you, Andy. I just—it was like I funny. I showed up with a giant banana at the tournament, and um, I pretty much just uh, didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. But you know, my brother helped me out, get me out there. I practiced. I learned how to paddle. I fell down a lot, but I never fell out of the kayak. <laughs> I mean, I—I I really did not know so how hard it was. I thought, oh, dude, I'm going to go out here and just—this is easy. No, I got in the water, and I didn't even know how to paddle. Um, so I get out there, yeah, yeah. Basically, you just fish the Clear Lake tournament, and 
You know, I just I had a lot of fortunate things. I know the lake pretty well, but some fortunate uh, things happen. And I mean, and um, I just qualified for this classic. And then uh, one thing led to another. I ended up moving out here to Texas. That had nothing to do with the classic tournament at, for with bass. I just moved out here uh, with my family for for JT, and we can get into that later. But got out here and Possum Kingdom. Man, that place is amazing. That place is awesome, and it. It, right now, it's one of my favorite places to fish uh, out here in Texas. Uh, to my top three for sure. And I went out there and just killed it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was an awesome event. Well, they say everything happens for a reason, right? So the, yeah. there you are up on that stage and got to tell your story, and, and then here we are tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, but back to the wasn't for my brother, I would have not gotten into a kayak. I I would have been still. What do you call those guys? The um, glitter rockets. I've heard some stuff on. Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. Glitter rockets. I still have not, you know. I still have a bass boat, but you know, I uh, I would never have been there and uh, never had that opportunity to meet all these amazing people and all these all these awesome kayak guys. Uh, and uh, it's just it's just it's yeah. One thing just led to this is meant to be. But um, you know, getting getting done with that that tournament, getting on that stage, I knew. Going into that tournament, I mean, I worked hard at this lake. I I definitely did my homework for Louisville before, and then they switched it, and then I really did my homework on Possum Kingdom. I really worked hard because I, I knew I just, I needed to get on that stage, and, you know, it was an opportunity to talk about my son, and, and it just it worked out the way I wanted it to work out. And, you know, I was, I was blessed that that happened. You got it, man. You did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw just a quick reaction from when Joe uh, McElroy on stage there ran up, grabbed the bike, and said, "Hey, I'm giving you this check." All I saw, they panned down to you real quick, and you were kind of running down the hallway like you didn't know what to think about what just happened. How'd that hit you when when he made that I, statement? I, it, I was, I've had people ask me that question, and I, I just say like, I was like, it was like I didn't breathe for like a minute. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, like, no way, I, you know, and, you know, I, it was emotional. I mean, I, I really, you know, for someone to, um, okay, so, I mean, a lot of people have helped and donated, but when someone goes out and spends his, all their time fishing, and, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's a, he's an amazing guy. I've got to know him somewhat. We're getting to know each other even more, but, like, for someone to just go in a tournament, the biggest tournament they might ever be in and finish high like that and just walk up on there and just say, Hey, this is for JT. And he barely knows. I, I did tell Joe some of JT's story because he saw him get in the car and, and he had a ventilator and stuff. And I, I told him a little bit about it. And I told him, you know, we had, I mentioned we had a lab, this is backstage and stuff. But when he just did that, I was like, Oh man, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know. I mean. Um, yeah. It was. It's still. He's. It's just awesome. And and it look what happened. He's inspired so many people. And and I'll tell you what, man. This is this is going a long way for our son. I mean, um, every dollar counts. And from our for our kid. And and because of this, it's it's definitely changing. My son's life and my family's life right now. You guys are changing it right now. 
so tell us tell us a little bit about the disease and and the research that's being done in the lab and you know kind of what you explained to me like how how the fund that you have set up literally goes directly to the lab to affect the outcome of your son's life yes yeah, so so for i mean well i guess we start well for some of the listeners that may not know what my son has um he, he does i mean you probably read it he has one of the rarest diseases in the world um this disease is barely there's there's no research um there's not very much research done on it we're very fortunate that the only research lab that exists in the world is in Pittsburgh, in the University of Pittsburgh. Um, with that said, I mean, they haven't had much movement until JT showed up because he was detected so early um, on with his disease, meaning most of the kids that were detected, unfortunately, either passed or were so far gone with the neurological parts that there was nothing they could do. Um, so, but JT had some very fortunate things happened with Stanford and our hospital back in Cal, you know, Stanford back in California. And we just had these, if I could go on and on, it would be a long story about how amazing things happen where the best doctors in the world just so happen to be there and take his case and they figure it out before we even saw anything that related to a TPI symptom. They just knew something was wrong with his blood cells and it didn't, didn't work out. So fast forward, we get the diagnosis. Um, we were devastated. Uh, it was right after we just came back from a, a big tournament, March 4th, um, 2020, I mean, uh, 19 and 2019. And I'll never, I'll, that was like the worst day of my life. And I'll, I'll never forget it. They told me that there was absolutely nothing that they could do. You had the best doctors telling me that. It's like, there's nothing to do. There's nothing they can do. All they can do is care for JT as the symptoms happen. There's no research there's no nothing and he has just a couple years to live and um and that was just crushed us uh um so yeah it's it, it's always hard for me to explain it but we went home and we decided that hey we're gonna um you know after about a week of breaking down and crying and we just decided that you know no way you know there ha if it's this rare there has to be a cure because no one's looked for it and we worked with Stanford doctors and we, we kept seeing Michael Palladino at the University of Pittsburgh pop up and we got in touch with him. Basically what happened was between Stanford and them, I said, how much is it going to cost to fund your lab? How much? I mean, we already had an estimate to fund a, a, a lab that, that doesn't exist and it was started at $8 million and I don't have $8 million, but that would be a starting point for nothing. But we already had a start and, it, you know, we're just, we're super, he's super, just, we're super lucky and he was already there. So we get in touch with him. Next thing you know, we're busting ass on this and it and, uh, led to them learning a lot about TPI off of JT because he's, he was pre the neurological symptoms, like you'll see him later. But because of that, we were able to get cell samples and track the progression and all this stuff. And also with the fishing community, we were, and my wife and I, uh, just social media, we were able to get a good jump start on the fundraising for the lab. Um, you know, other labs in the world, you guys cost, because there's more people involved, cost 20, 30 million, 50, 100 million dollars to get them done where they come up with a drug. 
when there's only a small part of the population in the world, he's only one of nine. It's like a one in 500 million thing. There's no, unfortunately, it's a sad deal, but there's no um, profit margin for any pharmaceutical company. So in that case, he does have a better chance of finding a cure because when we find that drug, that compound that ultimately cures it, the drug company is not going to block it. They're not going to stop it and say they want more. And because we have an army of people behind us, not only just with national news, but gosh, I mean, look what's happening here. Thousands of people know about it. Just see, there's only a, you know, almost pushing 300 people now on the turn, but you get all those people attacking a company. It's, it turns, it gets big. So we're not worried about any blocking for a new drug, but we've pushed and pushed and pushed and we've funded and funded and done and it doesn't take a lot when it's a private funded place. I mean, I'm not, I may not say it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take $20 million. So every dollar that goes there really does count and helps um, not only do the research, but also helps fund someone to work in the lab. And every person body we put in that lab speeds the process up because JT, he's doing okay right now off of some stuff that we've got came from the lab. And we've been very fortunate that, from the research we've already done has helped him, but he's not even close to being out of the woodworks. And time is really, time's not on his side. Um, and we're doing everything we can. Wow. I got, I got, probably got carried away and got off topic there. But no, you didn't. You're right on topic. That's, uh, I mean, that's the point. Like, that's why it's so important you know, to get as many eyes as we can on this and to get as much support as we can, because, you know, every day counts. The more progress they can make, the better off for him. And, and the thing is, no matter what some of these guys say, none of them are professional kayak anglers. So they've got networks of people out in their real world jobs and, and careers and different fields. So who knows where this could get, uh, you know, spreading the word and, and passing on the, the news of what we have going here. Yes, yeah, spreading the word. Spreading this is is just as important as raising money too. I mean, this this Barofka Family Fund that we have set up at the University of Pittsburgh, and how it's set up is 100% of any money donated to the Barofka Family Fund at years gets directly don't fo focused right to the TPI lab. I mean, I can I'm in so good contact with them. I can go back and see where things are going, what's spent and all of that and also um you know of course there's an ein number so if a big company wants to donate or anybody donate if they send you uh, an the whole receipt says thank you so much for donating you know you can use this for your taxes and that i mean if we've done everything we can with the help of that of everybody amazing people at the university of pittsburgh um stacy stacy's in charge of it over there so if you guys um look on our social media or the links in, in this video and all that uh they're just they're very helpful over there and and it, it, we know we're in the right place i mean and everything's worked out and and uh, so if there's anybody out there that may not be in kayaking or anything and just you're thinking about donating any kind of funds this is i mean i i can't sit here and beg for money but i'm just saying i mean if there's anything you can do the help that'd be great and and it, it goes a long way for for jt yeah, we got a lot of comments flying in about trying to make a difference uh, clifton wants to know where you live in texas cliff allen where do you live in texas just outside uh, dallas right uh, yes i'm right between lake levon and ray hubbard 
like literally right. I mean, four minutes to one long tramp and nine and a half to the other. Clifton loves Levon, so you guys are gonna be best friends. <laughs> it's got. I heard. It, I haven't caught. I caught one little fish with like twelve inches, and I haven't been back. But, That's uh, about right. That's why Hubbard, I love it. Is, the one below me is pretty good. I, I you know they catch. I seen some tournaments there. They catch thirty pounds, and second place has nine nine pounds or eight pounds. So I don't know. I mean, there's some big fish in there, but I haven't really explored it too much. Clifton's in Wiley. He says. You have to have to look him up. The people's champ. I mean, right on. I'm looking. That's, I'm look that's Texas champ. clout right Alex there. Boy. If you get the fish yeah. with the people's champ, you you automatically have clout in Texas. Allen Brothers. <laughs> Allen Brothers bring you in. You're a made man down in Texas. Well, I, mean, I I fished a couple of those Tuesday nighters at Hubbard. I don't know if he's been there. Just you know, fish a couple, just messing around. I don't know really where I'm going, but um, there's a lot of fishermen fish. You know, there's the thing about being out here in Texas versus California is there's tournaments everywhere, and there's so many people are into fishing. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, you can't find that stuff out there out west. It's it's hard, you know. Uh oh, Big Stick Hal says Hubbard is his home lake. You you're in the right spot, man. Dude, there's some solid fish in there. I mean, I've had some good days. I I'll tell you, it's fun. It's a fun lake to fish. Cliff says it's better than Levon. I don't know. They're all good. I'm up here in Arkansas catching 12-inch spots all day, so anywhere in Texas <laughs> would be fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of good lakes out here. I've been I've been really just blown away. I, you know, I always knew they're all out here. It, 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 I mean, all these lakes are just I don't know. Every single lake has has an opportunity to catch a 10 pounder. There's, um, you know, I did the whole OHIV thing. It blew up when I first came out here. I, I took off. It only took me two hours at a 10 pounder over there. Um, Whoa. but you know, but everybody had 10 pounders over there. It was, a, it was a freak show. It was, a, I won't, I mean, you know, it was just one of those deals. It didn't take long. Um, I want Cinco, so nothing special. It wasn't like I caught on a big swim or anything. That's all right. I like it. I like your presentation style. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I do what I had to do, man. I saw they were chasing my, uh, my swim mates around and i was just like my mind was just like i was seeing double digit fish chasing my slides so i went back with a giant cinco and just made a long cast to him and i i, I hooked two and fortunately i got one of them in it was that's a, insane man it was a good one but yeah i mean it just reminds me of some stuff i used this whole place reminds me of california back in 99 2000 that just you know just for me it, i don't know it just there's a lot of big fish and there's a lot of water and they just, they seem like they cooperate. Well, you know, I've caught the end of the spawn, but seem like they just, they just do what they used to do in California. <laughs> I think just... that's what has all the Texans scared is all the Californians move in and they're like, wow, this reminds me of how California was before we ruined it. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Let's go to Texas boys. Woo. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff you can ruin, you know, but, but you know, with it comes out, you know, the big baits and all that stuff, the, <laughs> you know, but out there, the fishing pressure just, it's too much. You, I mean, there's always, there's big fish everywhere out there in California, but really, I mean, you know, when I throw a glide bait out here, it was like, wow, have they even seen one? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, they just attack it. It was like, you know, so, but no, you know, it could, could just be, you know, the right conditions and everything too. So I'm trying to catch up on the comments here. We got people uh, 
The Possum King. He's in the comments. The Possum King. He said, the don't man. Cali my oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, there he is. Texas oh, is the vast fishing capital, he says. Now it is. Now it's the Possum King. Don't is Cali my Texas. I just saw a shirt, a T-shirt my wife <laughs> brought up. I said, I'm going to buy you this T-shirt. There's a T-shirt that said that. There's Do you have a pair of boots Texas. yet? Do you have a pair of cowboy boots yet? I do not. You better hurry. Possum right. King, taking boot shopping. <laughs> My wife's got a whole bunch of them. She wants to keep ordering them. There you go. All right. She's a big Miranda Lambert fan. So. All right. Uh, John, oh, cousin John cousin Miranda. <laughs> yeah, John Allen has uh, offered to take you out to dinner sometime and talk fishing. He also jokingly <laughs> said, "Have you been to tight ends yet?" But just keep that uh, off the table. I will. Okay. I will caution you against going to dinner with John Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Very risky scenario. Yeah, man. I can go back and look at all these comments, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yes, they're here forever. Awesome. Uh, the support in the comments is fantastic. Uh, that's and, awesome. Support yeah, general is fantastic. I'm going to do another update real quick. I want to see how many. Do it, do it, do it. 276. We're clicking up one at a time tonight. I, I really, I mean, that's great. I think, I don't know, man. I, I think we can, what do you think, 400, Jeff? I think we can get to 400. I want to know, is that sun drop you're putting in your cup there? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> All you, any of you southern boys that have access to, to good old sun drop, uh, it's a great additive to the western sun lifestyle that's awesome i even brought a cup of ice with me i'm so prepared today that's <laughs> weird go. seeing you back home in the studio you've been in hotel rooms gosh i know dude crappy cabins and everything else. <sighs> here we are here we are had to come back for this one yeah man. had to had to what's had next to. what's next for you what are, what do you got on your on your plate coming up here well now that we're uh situated here that we wanted to be here for the last 10 years we almost didn't ever pull the trigger was to move out here this is um i what's next is um uh, you know i mean it's the i'm fishing the bass opens um right now i in my in my schedule um you know working with sponsors and and whatnot uh all nine bass opens um, in my dream to make it to the leaks and you know, I've been grinding out out West for a long time, long time. And, uh, it's my turn. It's my turn to take a crack at it. You know, and, and this whole kayak thing, I'll be honest with you guys going into the possum kingdom. I wasn't really solid on being a kayak angler. Really. I was like, well, let me just get this over with. And then I'll decide. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, that's the honest truth. But, I'll tell you during it wasn't even during it was before I went to the tournament, but during practice, Dwayne canceled uh, the tournament. We're <laughs> during practice, during he doesn't practice, even like us. Like, I like this kayak stuff. Yeah, during, um, during practice, it was it was yeah it was going oh. during, well it was it was like the practice thing. It was the whole signups and everything. Oh. And getting I was you know what I, I think I know. I don't think I know there's an opportunity there for, um, for myself to do both. And, uh, I talked long with my wife about it. You know, can we make this work? I mean, nine turn nine primes is a busy schedule, especially when you're driving around. And, um, but can we make this work? And, and she's like, absolutely. You know, you just go do what you want to do. And so I'm going to try to make both work. <laughs> um, I want a, a busy schedule. You know, I also, I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys throw umbrella rigs. 
but um, I'm one of the owners of G-Funk Baits, the Selma Tackle Warehouse, G-Rig, and that company is blowing up. And that, that's why I don't, that, that's pretty much my full-time job now. Um, everything's built in Ohio, all domestic. Oh. But yeah, uh, we, we make a high quality umbrella rig. I mean, I've, I don't talk bad about any other umbrellas, but I guarantee you put ours up against anybody's. Just look at the components themselves. You, you could go out, it'll cost you so much money to build this rig. It's got owner hyperwire, everything. Um, even down to the shrink tube density, we've, we've soft the shrink tube. The wire itself is heat treated, everything after it's formed. Um, it's got the right balance, it's finesse, and we also have different wire lengths that can go for just about any state. We don't make one for Minnesota just because they only have one hook, but you know, you can do the, best oh, one, the old one hook umbrella rig. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there might be another state out. I'm pretty sure that was it. But, you know, other than that, we make a lot and we've had a lot of success out west. Pretty much, if you go to any tournament and, um, you know, I would almost doubt step my uh, sales thing. But, anyways, you go to basically any tournament in the west coast when it's a pro am, 90% of the guys are throwing our rig in, in the wintertime for sure. You go, I've been to boats and you, I go 10 boats, all of them have our stuff, but we're branching out here now. Um, tackle warehouse, it's hard to keep up with them. You know, they're a new Amazon of bass fishing and, and, uh, that's my full time. Trust me. I was never in my life wanted to be a lure manufacturer and it ended up being one of my best buds. <laughs> and it, the funniest thing is people were probably wondering, well, how'd you get, yeah. So thanks for posting gfunkbase.com. Um, G-Funk Bates. We go, how did you come up with that? Well, my buddy's name was G-Funk in high school, and we literally started in a shed. I told him, dude, I want to make the best. It was when Umbrellas came out. I need one for Arizona. I only needed two hooks, and I hated all the rest because they all had so oh, these hooks, and I wanted two, so I'd funnel them. And I thought about it for four or five days, how to build it. Brought all the. I went and bought like $200 worth of stuff and brought it to him, and he helped me build it. And I just called it the G-Rig. You know, it was a joke, and one thing led to another. I went out there and got second in that tournament at down at Havasu, and and um, one thing led to another, and here we are seven years later. Um, just <laughs> we can't. Oh, we honestly cannot keep up. That's how it's bad. Just when we start pumping out thousands, we can't keep up. And so, in, in a strange parallel, that's how Kayak Bass Nation started. Was yeah. a joke, and now we can't keep up. And here we sit talking to you about G Funk umbrella rigs. Yeah, that's true, right? Yeah, you know how it is. So, but yeah, but back to the fishing part. I mean, I've been dreaming of coming out here and fishing my whole life, and and uh, I've I've had plenty of tournaments out here. I've driven all all over California, and. And I've had success in, in in a few of them too. So, you know, I'm not. It's not like my first time, you know, chasing bass in different lakes. I, you know, and I'm just really excited for what the opportunity is, and and hopefully, well, I know, you know, my, with my son and getting, you know, everything's better in Texas. We have everything's bigger in Texas for sure, but in Texas, the healthcare is ten times what it is in California. So. That was our main reason to get here, and um, it just led us to us giving us more opportunities. Um, I see more opportunities to promote sponsorships, more opportunities for everything. My wife is diehard fisherman, and I'll tell you what, it, it's hard for her to sit back on the sidelines. She, she goes, she was going to the tournaments as a co-winger, smashing them, kicking the dudes' asses, and 
she's just sitting back just like gosh i i'm telling you what man my wife can fish i she there you know she might solve her her you know her her girl mechanics but as far as it comes down to her what pick up a oh, no. oh no <laughs> i know i know i know it doesn't sound right but 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 she she always laughs at me and tells me, no, you got it. Can we no. get her on the screen? Oh, no. You, uh, we but, uh, but, no. I, mean, I just heard a soapbox you know, come out of the closet right now. Yeah. Somebody's about to get on it. Hold on. So, but, no, my, my wife, there's, it just goes to show there's, you know, there's a lot of good lady anglers out there. And, and um, you know, the bass don't know who's on the other line. That's right. Um, that's right. And, and, and she just, she's just really awesome, makes great decisions. I hate picks up a double buzz or a punch rod or a swim bait. I mean, she's, she's already on her own. She's, she's caught two over 10. She's got like 11 halfs or big one. She's off the, she used to go fishing off the shore when I was at work and she's got like multiple nines and she's awesome, man. She just kicks butt, but I can't wait for her to get back into it. My family, we are a fishing. Fa- I mean, look, this is my bass. This is my guest room. It's all bass. Yeah, the whole house is bass. I mean, that's all we do. That's all we are. We love fishing. We love you guys. We love the whole bass industry. And now that I've been part of this kayak thing and seen what you guys can do and done for for from our family, I, you guys are like family now. I, instant, it's, instant family, it's, brother. It's awesome. Everybody that's commenting here, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some uh, questions. Is, is, somebody, is, somebody, is your volume up by chance, Jason, or, or Ryan? Is it? I don't no, know. It's echoing, echoing for a minute. It's good now. Uh, there's some questions. Okay, number one, Clifton Allen said, can you have your wife talk to his? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, she, she's the real MVP, I guess, but she's part of it. So she's she's all up in it, so she knows. Yes. The, the other Allen brother asked, did you start in a garage? And right after that, you said you started in a shed. So close. Yeah. With this little shed in the back. Very close. And I want you to know that you probably spawned something that's going to be thrown all over our KBN group page, which is girl me- girl mechanics or lady oh, mechanics. I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I know, I know, I know. That didn't come out right. But That was a landmine. Oh, there we go. Aaron Mathis. Aaron Mathis oh. is already in. Well, she wants to hear more of it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I, can, if I, if I keep getting into deep in this, I'm just, I'll dig a hole. Yeah, don't just uh, just walk away Sarah, right now. Sarah's gonna watch this and she's gonna be like, <laughs> dummy. Don't touch it. Don't touch it yeah, anymore. I'm not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! You could you could spin this right now and say they're better mechanic. The girl mechanic. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They're better. They're they're definitely better looking. this is like when you break like your grandmother's like porcelain and you're trying to put it back together and you just end up breaking it more like that's what's what's happening right now just keep coming with jason you're you're fine just keep coming i want to hear like i remember i remember uh i'll say roy roy hawk everybody's in here roy hawk west coast news um Tara got Tara was drew him and after the tournament I've I've known Roy for years and we're late meet and he comes back he's like man he's like dude your wife had me just it was spun out he's like I thought she was gonna show up with a bunch of little drop shot rods and everything and I didn't know she was gonna show up with a double buzz bait and a G rig and a big swim bait and then and within the first stop she had a four pounder and four pounder needs like a ten pounder. Um, and he's like, oh my gosh, she was. She caught three big fish behind me before I caught one, and I, that was. I drove, you know, forty-five minutes to get there. I was spun out, 
you know, and I was just kind of laughing because she was like, yeah, I kicked your butt, you know, and, and it just goes to show you that, um, you know, that uh, girls can do it just as good as guys. So your wife throws these big macho baits and your brother throws these tiny little dainty <laughs> <laughs> finesse baits. He's the one that shows up with six drop shot rods. Well, he's trying to catch some fish. I mean, Dude, yeah, he came to Seminole. He came to Seminole, and that boy, no kidding, had like five spinning rods on his boat. <laughs> kill me, new day, kill me. Nico Riggs, he's a, he likes that. Oh, he's just all over it, Ryan. Just say it, Ryan. He's got lady <laughs> mechanics. I'm, I didn't say it. I didn't. <laughs> Dave's a nice young man. Yeah, there you go. Oh, John Allen's digging the hole deeper with you. He said oh, it's gosh. like the WNBA. <laughs> Man, come on! All right, get get back in gear, sorry, here, fellas. Sorry, Goodness sorry. gracious! We're over here trying to uh, trying to raise money, and do some stuff. You guys <laughs> talking about lady mechanics? Come on! Uh, we should have screened him. We should have screened him first. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> no, this is great, and and I don't think anybody really knew. I mean, a lot of the the kayakers over here maybe not have known your bass fishing history, I guess, or that you're you know what I mean that you're coming from that side trying to make the elite series fish FLW things like that so he's a real of, deal jason's yeah, yeah. a real deal like this isn't a flash in the pan we've only heard his name a couple times but that's because he hasn't came to take our our little dollars out of our pockets but now that he's figured that out jason i'll go ahead and say this anytime you're on the road for one of your opens if there's a kayak tournament nearby feel free drop a message on kbn shoot us a text we will line you up a kayak rigged out guaranteed good to go and you can jump in whatever little kayak derb you want to. Yeah, jump in, win some gas awesome. money and stuff, Bet. and you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm ready, man. I'll for sure take you up on that. I'm I'm ready to do it. Yeah, I mean, I've been. Oh man, yeah. The uh, the Allens have been firing up the comments tonight, and Clifton actually had a good question earlier. I don't know where it is on the deal. That's a lie. Screen. He said, "Will this make you that now that you fished a kayak tournament or two?" Uh, as you run into them in your bass boat, will this make you look at or treat kayak anglers differently on the water? You know what? I got to Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have a story from my first experience at Clear Lake about that. Um, you know, I was just like, not every other boat guy, but, you know, I always have respect for, I've, I've been told I have a lot more respect for everybody, even the people fishing off the shore than, than a lot of other guys. I, I don't, I mean, I've told that from co-hangers that, no, that's pretty nice of you. You know, you didn't pull up that dock. There's some people fishing. Um, I, I had an experience there at Clear Lake where I had a mask on. I was fishing a really popular area right in front of the state park. And I had my mask on the whole time. And there was a big team tournament the following day. Big meaning a lot of professional guys were in this tournament out there that I knew personally knew I did not take my mask off. I barely even said a word and I watched how many guys were very disrespectful to me and to all the other co-anglers or kayakers there. Um, I won't say names because some of them were really big names that even out West you guys would recognize. And I was just, you know, I, I made a little video about that. On, on um, and I put I put on YouTube. Just I didn't drop names, but I just couldn't believe it. Um, I was just like, really? I mean, I'm talking taking off on pad twenty feet from me. I mean, it's just disrespectful. And um, you know, there. But with that said, 
there was plenty of guys that were super respectful, asked if I was fishing this area, do you mind if I go around, this and that, and those guys. So, but with that said, Clear Lake is one of those places too, just like one of those famous lakes out everywhere in the country where it's crowded everywhere. So it's not like we're at the Delta where there's no one around for miles and someone pulls up next to me where I was in a popular area. But after that, I got a lot more respect for kayakers, even more than I had. And, um, and I, I've told many of my boaters, man, things are different. Things were different 10 years ago. There's no reason why we shouldn't, have, we shouldn't treat them just like any other boat or any other, other, anybody, even someone on the bank, you know? Um, and I think in a, in a lot of ways, uh, there's a lot of new respect in this sport and there's also some stuff that needs to be changed. And I, I think that people need to start realizing that, you know, you need to talk more. Don't just pull up on someone. If you do just say, Hey, I would like to fish here, this and that. I had that, but I'll tell you what, it was pretty sad to see some very respectful, I mean, very people that I knew and I didn't still this day. Some of them found out that I was in that kayak and they're like, I've had a couple guys apologize, but I was just like, what? You know, I couldn't believe it. So there's my story. I'm sticking to it, and you guys uh, heard it from me. <laughs> sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I, I told I told the guys I said, dude, I used to call you guys swans because they kind of look like swans. <laughs> really, you know, they're just kind of cruising, uh, and there's oh, it's just a bunch of swans over there on the bank. <laughs> what swans? Yeah. Hey, you guys, I heard glitter rocket. That's a popular one. I heard glitter rocket for bass boats, but you know, nah. You know, everybody needs respect. Even that person that's fishing off the bank with live bait or whatever, everybody should pay everybody the same. It doesn't matter on the water. And I've done that my whole life. And, and If you're fishing live bait and I'm fishing a tournament, I don't like you. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say that right now. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm very upset if you come up with shiners and I'm trying, <laughs> and I'm trying to jack, drag a jig through these guys. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yes. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get to this uh... – you must not have seen Clifton's meme from earlier today. Let me throw it on the screen for you real quick. Oh, goodness. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, but anti what we're trying to talk about here. Clifton, come on. Oh, Clifton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing is uh, communication on the water, no matter what you're in. Boat, yeah. kayak, boat, yeah. bank, whatever. Just communicate. It's pretty simple. Just life in general. You got to communicate, yeah. but, yeah. you know, to have respect, you know. And yeah. with boaters – I wish there was more boaters watching, but you know, you got to understand how your wakes play out. So too, you know, like don't just take off on one side and wake by them, you know, give them a little bit of space. They're in a little kayak, you know, they're in a kayak, they're a little, <laughs> they're in a little kayak, you know, the little swans over there. My boy, my boy <laughs> flipping them swans out here. It's, it's usually not bass boats that, that are troublesome, at least on the lakes here. It's these big cabin cruisers and yachts that these dudes get out and cruise around in on Saturdays, smoking their cigars. There's a little Gilligan hat on. Like those are the ones that'll straight flip you. I mean, they're throwing like a four foot wake behind them. You got to watch out for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> respect on both sides, huh? Clifton, yeah. Clifton had a good point. He'd rather you stay on plane. Like. It's when, yeah. when, if, when they slow down, like right at the kayak, then you're catching every bit of everything they got right there. Yeah. That's the thing with a bass boat, you know, when you're on pad, it puts off a tiny little wake. The second <laughs> you start to go to 10 miles an hour, it puts off a wake that's bigger than any boat that size would even put off. So 
you know, it's something to think about. I used to hate it all the time when I was just in a bass boat and you see someone flying by you down the delta and then they slow down thinking they're being respectful, but they're like, oh, and then really they're just destroying the water. And, you know, you're just like, you just go, you know? But, yeah. Yep. Kyle Long said the same thing. Uh, there's some comments saying that we name drop in here. I, we, we're not going to have Jason name drop. Who, <laughs> name drop who can't no. But we no, did. No. Everybody witnessed Jacob Wheeler and Russ Snyder's and the incident that happened. That was that was all over the, the television and, and really? YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, it happens. It happens. Oh, I didn't know about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know like Russ. It. Russ is a good dude. He, yeah. we're, when he left California, we're like, yeah, cool. This kid's not going to take our money anymore. <laughs> They just start taking everyone else's. Money well, don't worry. He's pretty much nationwide. I don't think there's a corner that Russ hadn't cleaned out at one point or another. No, he's pretty much. Yeah, he came out last that first tournament. He took my money, and won. That was awesome. Hustler. He's a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> hustler. Uh, any chance we're gonna uh, get JT on the show tonight? Oh yeah. For, yeah, for the thing get... winds up tonight. <laughs> yeah. Give me oh, one yeah. second. Give me one second here. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's been a great night, y'all. We appreciate y'all interacting in the comments and certainly appreciate everybody signing up for the tournament. Ryan's got some details coming. You got a video you're going to drop here the yep, next day? Yep, or two, just right? shot the video. I'm about to put it together and drop it. Uh, for anybody that's watching right now, we're basically going your standard, like Hobie BOS rules as far as hand placement, measurements, keep the mouth closed, facing left, dorsal fin up. We're going to allow a catch or a hog trough, either one, whatever measuring stick you've got uh, in those two families you can use. Uh, it's nationwide, public water, biggest five fish for the entire month. Uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out. I'm going to, like I said, put the video out, uh, share it around. It talks about the auction too. So the auction, we've had a ton of guide trips donated we've had hunts donated we've had concert packages donated uh custom knives custom rods uh just a ton of stuff that we're going to put up on this auction to really generate you know some some extra funds for jt here um I want to do that live. I want. I kind of want that live interaction. We're going to look at maybe separating some things out and doing a silent auction if we can. If we can't, then we're going to do it all live, and it's going to be a wild little night of live bidding. Hey, but without further there. ado, the man. JT, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Welcome to Kayak Bass Nation, JT. Say what's up? Hey, hey. And Mama. There's Mama coming in. Say hi. Who's that baby? Who's that baby? Yeah, we got to get him blown up here. <laughs> hey, let's get him blown up. There we go. That's better. JT, what is up? Say what's up? Man, what an, what an amazing family you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing to me, Dad? Come on, Dad. He's been reading the comments. He's, he's been reading the comments. You're too, you're too cool for us, JT. You're <laughs> guaranteed. I have girl mechanics, and I run. Oh my gosh! Oh, go. <laughs> See, I told you she's gonna pick on me. She outfits yeah. me all the time. Really? Well, I promise none of us will hear the end of this for months. I feel like so. No, I thank know. you for That's planting so that seed. <laughs> It's all in good fun, man. All in good yeah. fun. So if you haven't signed up for the tournament and you're watching this, that's why. That's why I want you to sign up for this. If you don't want to fish the tournament, follow the link that Katie posted and donate. I mean, this is 
it's there's not a better cause on earth like there's no excuse so get behind yeah, us yes thank you guys if anybody wants to learn anything about him all you gotta do is look up savejt.com he's got his own social media instagram you can go way back we recorded so much stuff everything from doctor visits and, yeah and uh you know he's uh you know right now he's got a lot of muscle weakness and um but you know the doctors do believe he can make a re- he can recover from this. He's already just from some of the stuff in the lab. I mean, he's already improved so much. He can move his arms, and it's just we just we're in a good place right now. You know, he likes to play hide and go seek. That's what mom's doing right now. So he's like looking around for. Her. But, um, you know, he's uh, he's getting some momentum in his hands, be able to hold on to stuff, and it's just. I can't tell you how good that feels. I mean, he, was, yeah. he wasn't looking too good in November and December, but now um, since we've got a brand new compound they discovered that's helping him, it's not completely, you know, um, yeah. curing him, but it's definitely helping him. And from a cellular, cellular level, he's, he's definitely improved. And, you know, we don't have to get his blood tested all the time. And, you know, he's he's, he's been through the ringer. I mean, it's really hard if he's got, you know, if he just, man, he had his arms would be black and blue from being poked like every other day. It was just, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough, you guys. I, I don't, you know, everything from the all the stuff he has to go through on a daily basis with just this whole trach. He gets fed through a tube. We're hoping in September he'll be strong enough in his neck. He'll be able to swallow some food, and we can hopefully get him off of the feeding tube. Um, in the stomach but just the care and it's just a constant uh constant thing and you know he gets used to stuff i think kids are kids are a lot tougher i mean we all know what do you tougher want than we think. Your hat. he wants to look at that bat he's see the bass, There's a bass <laughs> bat. well he, he got scared of the stuffed animal bass for some reason i don't know why he's, he knew it was fake he ain't, he ain't about, he ain't about <laughs> that fake life he wants the real thing there it is Fishy. Fishy. <laughs> my man that's cool yeah. but this is jt and he's uh you got it you got awesome. it he's lucky. that's awesome <laughs> guys get behind it uh jason sent me some stuff uh they've got save jt koozies bracelets hats get on the website uh order some stuff help get the word out you know Support support what we're trying to do here. Again, I mean that's that's what it's all about right there. Amen. Jason, we're gonna let you get out of here, man. What a beautiful family. What a strong family. Uh thank you for sharing JT's story with us, brother. Hey. Thanks you guys. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Jeff, and thanks everybody that's commenting and listening, all the listeners. Uh we love you and we wouldn't be uh where we're at if it wasn't for you guys. And we're looking forward to seeing uh seeing who wins this thing and and uh yeah, we're just we're super happy and super blessed that you guys are in our lives and all you kayakers are just awesome. It's so awesome. awesome. Every Thank swan you, in the nation. We yeah. got your back, man. We got okay. your back. All Thank right, guys. You. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast later, make sure you go to savejt.com uh, or find the event on Tourney X and uh, get involved. It's gonna be awesome. Smile. See everybody next Monday. Smile. Sounds good. See y'all. All right. <laughs>